This is Nerds of the Square Table, here on Anchor.fm. Hadouken! The reminisce, the vibes in the air. Just kick back, relax with the Nerds of the Square. It's the reminisce, the vibes in the air. Just kick back, relax with the Nerds of the Square. It's the reminisce, the vibes in the air. Just kick back, relax with the Nerds of the Square. It's the reminisce. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Nerds of the Square. My name is Cakes, and I'm back with the usual suspects. We got Chrono XF in my left ear, Atomic Train on the right, <laughs> What's final up, Al? boss waiting in the trenches. <laughs> my wife is better than yours, Kaifa. Hi. Now, on the last episode, uh, we left off with none other than the House of the Mouse, the dirtiest player in the game, the eater of worlds, Thanos. Fucking <laughs> Disney, the big dog. Uh, you, you. Uh, the big dude. Hi, hi, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Oh wait, here I can do the voice. I can do the voice for you guys. Say something oh. really inappropriate. Oh, I love dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you for making Mickey Mouse dirty. Yes. Dead or I appreciate you for that. <laughs> oh, I love a dick in my ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. All right. He's basically um, Julius Caesar. What? <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Calling Mickey Mouse a nerd with a bowl cut? Like, what the fuck? He, he, he's taken over. He's King Kamehameha. Yeah, he's taking over. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's uniting all the... Uh, all the places, all the things, I, everything. I don't... Okay, that's a good reference. King Kamehameha, yes. Uh, I would agree. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, we're, what we're talking about is uh, the last time we left off um, from episode three, Return of the Dong. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it now and come back afterwards. Anyway, so we were talking about Disney, uh, multiple things about how it's taking over the world slowly but surely um buying up studios buying up basic television channels i guess you could say um or you know buying up universes star wars marvel brands x-men uh yeah like this is gonna come over to your mom's house buy that shit up and make its own studio in there if you know what i'm saying your mom's a whore (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> I find that <laughs> I was gonna say something funny in Mickey Mouse voice, but I couldn't. Like I was just gonna say, I have my dick in a honeypot. <laughs> I'm funny, yeah, dicking so, so. <laughs> Oh, don't bother. Just taking over, um, and we're gonna talk about not necessarily just about it taking buying things up, um, just in general what they're up to these days. Um, what is with, Disney up to these days? Uh, you know. Doing their best, firing people, <laughs> trying to do, <laughs> um, trying to give out jobs as they can in California at least. As far as I know, they have no plans of opening up yet. Um, but down, down uh, on the other side of the world, on the other side of the continent, in Florida, uh, they are wide open. Um, wide oh. open and but still pretty safe looking with all the sanitizing and social distancing that they're trying to do. And all those plexiglass. All that plexiglass. On rides and in lines. Plexiglass mm. companies' uh, stocks are skyrocketing right now. Wait, 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 wait. They wait. Hold, coronavirus. Hold up. Hold up. Did you just say they have plexiglass on the rides? Yep. In, on to, some to, of them. Yeah, on some of them. They just added to Rise of the Resistance. So if you sit in the front row, you won't have plexiglass. But if you sit behind, you have plexiglass. Yes. <laughs> to, uh, it's the best way to social distance, the best way to keep people safe. Um, so if you yeah. go there and you want to ride the ride, Rise of the Resistance, uh, try to get the front seat. 
Because doesn't that Sorry, just ruin? Doesn't that just ruin the experience? Like if you're sitting in the back seat, you got a windshield, and it's like, you know, the wind in your hair. You don't. You're not, you're gonna feel like the, the. I guess the you know the wind wrapping around that windshield in your hair. You know. Well, to be fair, Rise of the Resistance doesn't have wind. It's an indoor trackless ride, but on stuff like that does, so like Thunder Mountain and stuff like that, they don't have plexiglass. It's open. Oh, okay. I mean, they okay. just uh, separate each party by maybe two cars or something. Yeah, like they separate it. You either they front load the cart or they back load the cart. So like each like Thunder Mountain, each cart is separate. There's like three rows in each cart. They'll like front load your party and then front load the next party and front load the next party. Oh. So that you're kind of separated. Yep. Wow. That is interesting. So, and, and wait, those, so Thunder Mountain is the one that uh, there's pictures, right? At the end of the ride or something like that? Uh, I don't know if Thunder I Mountain don't has. don't think Thunder pictures. Mountain has, but there are other rides I do have, yes. Oh. And uh, uh, real quick, talking about pictures, if, um, because everybody needs to be wearing masks, um, if the ride does have a photo, on it right you know while you're speeding past or whatever and if your mask if you take your mask off because you want to you know have a nice picture and smile or your mask you know by chance you know hopefully it doesn't happen flies off during the ride you don't um, get a picture you don't get a picture for one and at disney they're cool with you just snapping a picture from your camera but they will photoshop a mask onto your face <laughs> <laughs> like no shit like if you take it off there they have like the, it's not even nicely photoshopped it's just like a sticker like a fucking Instagram sticker that they put over your face. Like, nope. Because they do realize that there is wind and sometimes it falls like lower and you don't mean to do it. But just so that people can go home with their pictures, they just slap it on. Yeah. Wow. And that... if, if people are trying to like, you know, sneak a, you know, get a good ride picture without their mask on, you know, trying to be sneaky like that, it encourages them to not do that shit because they will fix it. Which is cool, which is, you know, that's that's awesome in one aspect, but at the same time, it's, I think it's just a huge fucking troll by Disney. <laughs> it's like, ha! You thought you could beat us, you bitches? <laughs> fucking Disney. <laughs> or Disney, motherfucker. No, yeah, but I think the cool thing is, is that it doesn't ruin the experience for other park goers, because I know that there's some obscene gestures uh, that's done on the rides, you know, especially when during the photo photo ops. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they don't allow the whole cart to to take a picture home or or whatnot, right? I think that's what happens when uh, the obscene thing. There are some of them. Um, for example, I believe Tower of Terror is a group one where it's just the entirety of the ride. Everybody's in one elevator. So if some, if, and I've seen this happen in person, if one person does a obscene gesture, flipping off the camera or anything like that, nobody can get that picture regardless. And I've seen people. That makes sense. Be like, I know that like that. Why? Like this person ruined is like, they, they won't like rat the person out. They'll, they'll just like put a little Disney. That's like it got lost in space or yeah. it got lost somewhere. They'll try to um, tie it into the ride like for uh for a uh, haunted tower where uh tower of terror they'll say it it didn't make it back it got lost in you know the twilight zone or something like that and they'll try their best to and if it, people like kind of escalate the situation they'll have to bring someone out to ruin the magic or whatever but like you know it's just people that would want to flip off the camera that's or, like, not fair i don't think that's fair at all right i i get that and but I mean, it's just easier than them. Okay, I'll crop you out and here, you know, I'll just crop this one person out. I'll take the time to do it, blah, 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 whatever. So it encourages uh, everyone to be responsible. And yeah, responsible and responsible. Like if, like, if I were to go on a ride like Tower of Terror and I wanted to mm -hmm. save that one because, that you... yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I, I don't yeah. like roller coasters and I don't like the feeling of I know what you mean. being I, suspended I, I in midair. So if I'm going to go on that ride and if, if it's going to be like the only time I go on it, I want to grab yeah. a picture. I, yeah, I totally yeah. get that. I understand that. I would be um, pissed, man. I'll be like, who was the motherfucker yeah, that no, did the, that? The, exactly. The, the family that it happened to that I actually seen it happen to, I was just eavesdropping on them because I love to do that. But, 
they were talking and like it was just a family with their young kid who I'm pretty sure just fucking conquered that ride because that kid was like white knuckling the dad, but he was like he was like happy that he did it. Yeah. But they're just like, what? What do you mean it's lost? Like keep you know like they were like really upset. I, I don't know exactly what happened with that family, but um, yeah, that's that's some shitty deals because Dang, I, man. some person wanted to be an idiot and kind of fuck it up for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and then so so the reason why I bring that up is that it's cool that they're allowing like they're just stickering a mask on on the writers, you know, like on the on the photo. They're just at photoshopping a mask on a on a photo because I guess I don't want to get into politics as much and whatnot. And I don't want to, you know, be that, that person that just, you know, like SJW or whatnot that just comes out and just says it. But I guess some people are so sensitive if you don't wear a mask nowadays. So could that be seen as an obscene gesture as well? That's, that's what I'm getting at. Um, but I, I guess with the correction of that, like adding a sticker, you know, mask on the, on the face, you know, I think that's uh, like kind of satisfies the, I don't know, the magical world of wonder, I guess, you know? Yeah. I think Disney's doing it like impartial for, for their image, because if they're letting things slide where people don't have to have masks on, people can just wear it improperly. Like that might discourage some other people by how they feel coming. Yeah. Um, it's all about like right now it's all about everyone's safety and how they feel or the, whether or not they feel safe where they're going and i think they want to look you know like they're doing the right thing yeah yeah true no and um you know talking about like i'm just i'm just talking about this uh the experience because i haven't experienced disneyland or disney world you know any of the theme parks um but basically and when you do i'll be your guide <laughs> yeah yeah no that is a plan uh but kind of what i heard from uh some cast members over at aulani what they have is is uh anytime you take pictures with uh cast members like you know of course the characters and whatnot it's behind a plexiglass and and i don't know if that kind of ruins the magical feeling you know because we're I see a lot of YouTube videos where they get to hug these characters and touch these mm-hmm. characters, but now yeah. it's kind of like you can interact six feet away with the, you know, with that plexiglass in, in between you and you can't really talk to them. And then it kind of ruins, like me, I wanted to start an autograph book. So am mm-hmm. I still allowed to get autographs? Like So so you're not allowed to get autographs from the characters. I don't know about Alani doing the plexiglass thing. Because um, I know when we went there, they were just on balconies. They're just far away, like waving, like being out there, uh, saying hi to people. But there is a thing in Disney World that you can do. There's like character dining. They brought back some character dinings. But they're really, some of them are really expensive. And one of them you can get, I think, like a card that has pre-signatures on it. But you're not going to get that experience of like, here, here's my book. Please sign it for me. Oh, my God, Mickey Mouse kind of thing. So you're not going to get, yeah, like you're saying, like that physical interaction. You're not going to mm-hmm. get um, a hug with Mickey. You're not going to get a hug with Goofy or whatnot. But they have ramped up, even though they took up parades, they took up fireworks, they have ramped up what they call like these little magical moments where sporadically throughout the park, they'll throw a float that goes down the street. And then you'll see like the characters on it waving or like they'll pop out like behind a fence or something and like interact with people for a while. So you actually see characters more than you ever did before. You just can't interact with them. Like, did you just say, did you just say that the, the characters will pop out of the fence, like from behind the fence, behind behind a fence. Well, a lot of them come from off stage. So like they have like doorways and like fences that they come out. Like like they're hiding behind the bush and they're going to pop out and they're going to be like, like I can imagine goofy, like popping out. Gosh, let me, let me touch your balls. You know Give me your parents' credit cards. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times when the characters pop out, they do pop up kind of sudden. So if you weren't expecting them to be there, I there have been times where I've been facing a direction and a character will walk like right behind me, past me. And I'm like, whoa, hello. Yeah. Wow. 
No, yeah. So, like, th- that's the thing. Like, you know, the direction that Disney is taking, you know, with their approach for their theme parks and whatnot, like, with this pandemic, yeah, I know that they suffered a lot. So, but but I guess, yeah, they're kind of doing something different, you know, uh, like, not only for the park members, but also for the community as well, right? Yeah, so, like, we were talking about how Disney World is open, but Disneyland and California Adventure are closed. But one great thing that I think that Disney is doing right now is in Disneyland, they're going to become a site for vaccination. So they're going to be, I think California's having, like, this big five thing, like, five sites where people are going to go and get, like, a ton of vaccinations once we're able to roll that out like there's no set date on it but Disney's one of the places that announce that it's going to be one of the five and I think they can hold like thousands of people to probably you know get the vaccination I mean they have the space for it they can't open their parks so they're trying to help out the community in like any way that they can yeah anything for a tax write-off yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just say no. Nah, I'm just making where jokes. Would they hold that. No, yeah, like in the front. Um, I don't know exactly where. I mean, probably somewhere in the park. I don't know if it'd be like right before Main Street, and like they just spread out and set up. They didn't really talk about any of that yet. They just know that they're going to be a place to do it. You can't imagine if Disney like became kind of like. Uh... You know, one of those scare factor kind of things. Like, let's just say Disney inherits Jackass. Okay, they they buy out Jackass, and then like they say, like this is a Steve-O vaccination ride. Okay, is you go on a ride and you get vaccinated on this roller coaster. Uh, oh. Can you imagine people that? Will do it. Can you imagine that? Okay, people will do it. Right. That that'll be that'll be something twisted, Sounds like. A but, but of course, what if it misses? I don't think Disney <laughs> would do that. But oh, it's, just, it's just something to think about because, you know, Mickey Mouse is very hungry and it's eating up all these, you know, TV shows, series, uh, like um, I'm not TV shows, channels, studios, and etc. So I'm just like, you know, hey, what if what if they ate up Jackass? You know. <laughs> Be like, he cares I, about its image way too much to do yeah. that. And why would why would they want such a tiny thing as Jackass? They don't need Jackass. <laughs> Comparatively, like I mean, like at this point, I, what even is Jackass? Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe they're coming out with another one, but it's just like, come on, you guys are like, you're late forties. Chill the fuck out. Dude, like, they're all grandpas. They're all, yeah, all grandpas like, now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, enough talking about Jackass. That's, <laughs> as airtime as they'll get now so moving on but <laughs> yeah disney's gonna eat up everything but at the same time uh they are doing their best to survive in this pandemic in one way or another yeah and then um something was brought up with uh to do with the bit uh the disney pass so in, did you guys hear anything about that oh the annual pass is it's not called the annual pass anymore it is extinct I think they're wait, what, yeah, what they they sunsetted the annual passes and they are replacing it with memberships. Like right now, the annual passes that you have right now, they actually changed the name to legacy passes because until the membership happens, you'll still retain your benefits. So like dining discounts, shopping discounts, parking, all that stuff, and an extra thirty percent off till the end of February. Nice. But um yeah, they're gonna move towards memberships, which from what the guy said, it's supposed to be more flexible for families. So the way that they're moving it is to be more flexible. He talked about stuff like, do I want to come to Disney like in the morning all the time? Or do I only want to visit on weekends? Do I only want to visit on yeah. weekdays? So I don't know if there's like going to be different tiers as a membership. He hasn't really released too much information about it. It kind of sounds like, uh, I don't know if there's like an a la carte kind of thing. Yeah, so I don't know if, yeah, there's going to be, like, different tiers of membership where I want to be only a weekend Disney goer, so I'm going to pay this price yeah. to only go on the weekends. Or I want to go morning most of the time, so my ticket's a little cheaper because I have to leave the park at a certain time. I, mean, I don't know. See, how would they regulate that, though? Like, if you have to leave the park at a certain time, like, can't you just run away from the Mickey Mouse security guards? What I think will happen is what they, like, what they kind of do at special events is you'll 
they might implement wristbands. Maybe that, or you might be allowed to stay in the park, but not be able to go on any rides. Dang. Wow. That's actually pretty, well, yeah, I, I can see why, though. Like, um, and especially, like how you said, if you're getting a cheaper rate, uh, you know, to just go in the mornings and there is a time limit, it makes sense, you know. But for the weekends, I expect the weekends to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It would be yeah. so much easier if they so, had not discontinued the Magic Band. Oh, yeah. Disneyland was supposed to get the Magic Bands eventually. That's why they started to get the the pillars for the Fast Passes and stuff. But since Disney World or Disney in general is discontinuing the Magic Bands, that won't be an option. It would have been a lot easier well, to track I mean, people could, that way. But if you had Magic Bands, you'll but, still be able to yeah, use them. They discontinued that, so... I mean, it's not like they can forward something to the Magic Band to make you get out. They give you little shocks every five minutes, <laughs> and it gets increasingly well, I mean, more intense. Because everything that you can do on the Magic Band, they're putting to the app, and that's why they're getting rid of it. Oh, I see. Well, you know, whatever it is. I, I uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things. But the band is much more convenient. I would think so. Yeah, it's just it's right there on your wrist. That's why. What if your phone dies while you're in the park? You know, then that they'll, they'll force yeah, you to buy their uh, battery packs. Oh yeah, they have. Yeah, you can rent the fuel battery chargers. Really? They used to be. They used to be. You pay thirty dollars and you could switch it out at the stations like as many times as you want. Now I think you have to pay a fee every time you switch it. Really. Yeah, yeah, so you thirty dollars initially for the fuel to be able to use fuel rod, and then like three dollars or something like that to swap it out every time. At first, it was really good. Thirty dollars, you pay thirty dollars for um like a charger, sort of charger anyway, and to be able to have access to it and just swap it out when it dies, it's pretty convenient. But to charge now, it's kind of like uh. But at the same time, um, I think the big issue with those charging stations or to swap it out they would always be sold out or they wouldn't have enough to keep them in stock because they were free i i'm assuming i'm assuming that because they were free people were just fucking like back and forth non-stop grabbing them um with a small fee of three dollars it might diminish that habit so i mean yeah. No. Yeah, I can. I feel like they lose more money. I, I can see that happening. Uh, just because it's more of a control, and you want to make sure every guest has the opportunity. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it would, you know, I I they had one in the locker area, and there would always be people calling like, "Hey, you guys ain't got no more batteries. Give me like, <laughs> give me some batteries." Yeah. Dang. So I wonder how like bring uh, your own if you're going. So Galaxy's Edge is in California. It's both California and Florida. Wow. So dang, I can imagine. <laughs> I can just imagine. I don't know. Like, I would, I would love to be there. The one in California. No, they're exactly the same. Like in ratio and map, they're exactly the same. All gates. Dang. And I would love to be there when Atomic Kay. Train goes to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Oh, you yes. could video his reaction the entire I'll, way. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's pretty dope. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, I'm going to enjoy it when it comes my time. I hope I don't have to wear a mask at the, like when it comes my and time. No plexiglass. Theater yeah. No plexiglass because when I see Kylo, oh, <laughs> bruh. I'm going to kneel down. I'm going <laughs> to kneel down just like that little girl that kneeled down to Darth Vader. Like, uh, <laughs> yes, I will suck his dick. I will suck his dick. Adam Driver, yes, I will. I mean, I'm just joking. <laughs> nah. No, but um, yeah, it's going to be quite an experience. And I'm hyping myself up for it. I'm trying to come up with a list of things to do. And uh, Would you want to make a lightsaber? Yes. Ooh, do that. No, but but to kind of talk about lightsabers, I know they had like a problem with, um, you know, the color, the kyber crystal colors 
like I guess you can buy them a la carte or something like that. There are they still running out? Do you guys know of those? Or I don't know. I mean, I haven't done the lightsaber experience myself, which I heard is really really cool, but I don't want to spend two hundred dollars right now. But yeah, I'm not sure about the colors and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's like, and then I and then there's like some tips and tricks on YouTube that I came across that. They're like, oh, if you have a RFID reader, here you go. You can change, like, alter the color of your crystal so that, you know, when you plug it in, it's a different color because every lightsaber has um, LED emitters that are that are already trans... Uh, what's it called? Like, rainbow colors or whatever. I don't know. I, it's something like that. I, I, I heard about that. I wanted to try that, but at the same time, I just want to go for the experience. Like, uh, yeah. And then, oh, you could build your joy too. Yes, that's what I was definitely gonna say. I would, I would love to build a droid. What, what kind of droid would you have, Chrono? Astro Mech. R two D two. Yeah. What kind of color? R two D two style. Just straight R two D two, or like custom. I mean, it's gotta be blue. <laughs> so I guess we're going straight. R2. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you. Like you, you want a you want a round top helmet, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like we're going with the top head. We don't we don't do the flat tops. Yeah. We, we, ain't, <laughs> we ain't doing the flat tops. See, I like I'm kind of back and forth. Like I I don't even know what drone I mean not drone what droid I would get. Like I'm back and forth well, with R two and it's like it's it's like doing a la carte. So they're all in pieces, and you just make it whatever way you want. Yeah, that's true. Different colors, and then you know what? I'm I'm making one that's black and green, though. Black and green. If you don't want to spend the money for the big one, in by Space Mountain, in that shop, you can make a miniature, like little figure one. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's a really small. It's like a small little tiny figure one, but you can do the same thing. You can pick heads, body, stuff Is like that. But it's real control? tiny. But it's cute. Yeah. They kind of put oh, it in like a. It's just a no, no, no. It's just a figure, but. Yeah, and they just put it, they seal it into kind of like a, it looks like a toy box. So it looks like you got it off the shelf. Hey, size does not matter. <laughs> size matters not, man. Even size if it's not. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I just can't imagine like how, you know, before the pandemic, everything was all booming and, you know, the, the parks must have been crazy and full and now... I don't know. It is what Everybody it is. Everybody wants to fly the Millennium, but not gonna lie, it it does. Everybody wants to fly the Millennium what? Oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It it does look semi crowded, not like super crowded, like it it usually would be, but it only looks more crowded because there's less to do. There's no shows, like in in Walt Disney World, where it's actually open. There's no shows. There's no fireworks. There's no parades. So like everyone's mostly going eating and riding. So it's a lot more people around areas than it usually would be. Yeah, I'd, I'd mostly go to just eat. Like, I think that that's my main thing. I know I'm going to be spending, like, I'm going to be spending a lot of money on food just because I hear a lot of awesome stories about all the different uh, character foods that they oh, yeah. serve there. And yeah, yeah, well, that's why I'm going to spend a lot of money because I'm going to be buying multiple. Depends where you go. If you go places like the plaza where it's kind of like you grab your own stuff, they, they have a decent amount of food. But if you go to like the fancy places that immerse you and stuff, sometimes their food, well, a lot of the times their food isn't the greatest, but it's more expensive too. So Yeah. But you know what? It's the experience you pay for. And and kind of like uh, you know, just just going off on on a continuation of Disney, you know, we're talking about the theme parks and you know, they're like they have Disney Plus now. And um, you know, have you guys noticed that there's been a lot of good documentaries on Disney Plus like in regards to like the Imagineers and how things were made and kind of like the backstory of of uh, the creation, you know, like the theme parks or the characters or and stuff like that, kind of like giving the experience. I would say past experience because kind of everybody's seen some of the old Walt Disney. Uh, what was it called? Like, is it imagination, imagination. magic? Kind of the documentary. 
imagine your dad. <laughs> no, but like, like you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, there's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus that's available for everyone to kind of enjoy and witness, and some of it is current as well, uh, documentary wise. Um, so, you know, it's it's another way to get that kind of experience, like to kind of see the behind the scenes. I don't know. Yeah, I saw a couple of them. They're they're really cool. They're yeah, they're they're documentaries. They're inside the magic they're all of that kind of stuff um it's just cool informational pieces of like what goes on behind the scenes and stuff like that because then i'll add this when i was growing up i told myself i was gonna be an imagineer (laughs) look at me now (laughs) type of imagineer not an imagineer (laughs) come to come to find out you need you need a credited four-year university degree and <laughs> you need to be masterful in architectural design and yeah nah. but but yeah it's uh you know there's a lot of good things that's coming out from disney and entertainment wise as well like marvel they just released what now we're on the fourth episode of wandavision i don't know if you guys ever seen wandavision yet i have not I have not how is it so <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I'll just say that. And you know what? Kind of touching up on on our last episode, like we were talking about HBO Max, and we we're talking about uh, you know, the studios being innovative and trying new things, you know, and you know, possibly might be losing a lot of uh, fans, right? And I think WandaVision. If, if you watch the first two episodes, you'll see what I'm saying because you don't know where they're going with this. Like, you kind of have an idea because they throw, out, like, they throw it right in your face, but at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, what does this have to do? Like, everybody's trying to make the connection. Like, for myself, I'm speaking for myself, I try to make the connection with the movies, like with Infinity Stone, you know, with, with Infinity Wars and, and with that timeline. But I I don't know where they're going with this. Like, it's confusing, you know. And so I kind of like had to be the atomic train, you know, rather than geeking out and nerding out and being all serious about this. I kind of had to take a step back and just take it for what it is. And it's just a show. It's just an entertainment. It's just something that I'm going to see. But so far, it looks uh, pretty interesting. But but Greg, <laughs> Gregatron, I want you to add. Why did you laugh? Why did you laugh at, at the time when I said it it's is different? different? The way they they the way they they're <laughs> running the show is entirely different from what you would expect from a Marvel series. But I mean, the good thing yeah. I think about this is that they're doing these experimental type, you know, shows on a smaller scale like a tv series and they're not throwing it into the big scale movies as we were talking about with dc like dc dc has its own you know tv studio series thing they have like do mm-hmm. with the arrow and whatnot right well that's with cw but i think um dc fan fandom you're talking about yeah kind of like the the whole new kind of series that they're trying to bring up uh, on HBO Max. It's available on HBO Max. Um, but but they're trying to go this whole different route, right? They're you, doing these, is that what you're trying to say? Marvel's doing these. They're experimenting. They're like genre bending on, on the small scale. See, and, and this is where I... So I can compare this, like what we're talking about. I can compare this with Star Wars and Star Trek. Star Trek was a good TV series, was good as a series, shitty as a movie. And yes. Star Wars was was pretty good. <laughs> Star Wars was pretty good as movies, like, you know, the cinematic sci-fi opera. And uh, kind of, cr- I wouldn't say crappy, but I would I wouldn't say eh, somewhat so so you know with their series, well, not really. Like, like I mean, you know, like just speaking like from from what we've seen from Marvel, like in the on the right. silver screen, you know, on the big in the box office, so 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 awesome. 
and then DC in the box office. Yeah. So, so bad. <laughs> but but then when it comes to the series for DC, I don't know. They're pretty good. Like, uh, Doom, know, like Doom little, Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> Titans, Titans is a is tough pill to swallow, Doom but like fun. Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol fun. was fun, and and that's and that's the kind of stuff like, like I think DC is a lot more impactful when it's characters like like I would say subpar characters that no one has ever known about or seen. So this is where I'm gonna switch gears. I'm gonna talk about Marvel. So Marvel, like when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Nobody really knew who Guardians was, you know, like, except for comic, like real comic nerds. But but not not much people knew about Guardians of the Galaxy. They they knew about like Hulk, uh, Thor, Iron Man. You know, they knew the main characters. But Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of one of those, you know, I guess character B, B team, you know, type <laughs> of uh, right. yeah, the B team. But look look how look how but wonderful they, they turned out. Grow. You know? The so, characters because but, nobody knows who they are, so they can establish exactly their characters better because nobody knows who they are. And if you read Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Lord is a whole lot different than he is in the movie. The original Star Lord does not act yeah, anything yeah. like he does in the movie. He's a lot more serious. Yeah, so true. <laughs> and then he's a lot more sorry. of a douchebag. <laughs> In the comic, so yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Since you guys know a hell of a lot more about Marvel and a lot more about Star Wars than I do, what is your guys' opinion? And we're talking about Disney taking over everything. What is your opinion about when Disney took over Marvel and Disney took over Star Wars? Because a lot of time, a lot of people said before, like right before it was happening, that they were going to ruin everything. That they're going to do like this and that. Like, what is your guys' opinion? They ruined it. <laughs> 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 they fucked it up. They took it from my. They took it from my childhood, and they just fucked it and okay. fucked it. I'm gonna take a different position it. on this and one. No, um, no, no, no. I, I'm just joking. Like, uh, they they did a pretty awesome job with the transition. Yes, it was rocky, it was bumpy, but that was all speculation. You know, everything is speculation nowadays. Before they even start a project, uh, are you talking Star Wars I, or Disney or Marvel? I'm talking about everything in general. Like everything oh. that that Disney acquired, um, you know, from their yeah. high bidding, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Take so over. everything that Disney high bidding, you know, yes, taking over the world. Um, but yeah, everything to do like they acquired a lot of uh, studios and and uh, you know even even directors. They acquired a lot of directors, and you know it it, it was kind of like a shaky transition, but. I feel like they kind of got the ball rolling, you know, in a sense. Yes, there is creator differences and whatnot, but you know what? It's all about trying to make things better and trying to make things work. And I think Disney has a good way of problem solving the biggest problems with the the entertainment industry, period. And I agree with that. Is somebody clapping? All right. Is somebody clapping? Did, <laughs> it, did I hear somebody clapping? Claps. <laughs> Oh, okay. That was, that was, so, Greg, what is your what is your the way they it? did the way they took over Marvel and the way they took over Star Wars are a little bit different. So, the way they took over Marvel, they were really hands off of, on Marvel. You couldn't feel the transition between when Mar when Marvel was Marvel and then when Disney took over Marvel because they just let Kevin Feige do what he wanted mm -hmm. to do, and that's why the Marvel transition looks a lot better than the Star Wars transition. What happened with Star Wars was they, the way they acquired Star Wars left a lot of people with like a bad taste in their mouth because George Lucas actually sold the rights of Star Wars to Disney. Yes, my daddy just, just sold me to, like as a slave, you know, he sold me. Yeah. The Disney. Jedi, the Jedi won. So sad. Won the coin toss <laughs> in the pod race. <laughs> so all the fans were already kind of heated with the fact that Disney's taking over Star Wars and that they were going to change everything, and then that the sequels came out right after that, and then everybody was already up in arms halfway 
halfway there and then the se- the sequels come out and then everybody everybody just explodes but what they don't realize is that what Disney did for Star Wars was amazing they they pushed Star Wars into yeah everybody's hands they created characters that everybody can yes. relate to there wasn't a main female character ever in Star Wars all the female characters are all side characters it's like you can argue Leia is a main character but yeah what does Leia do in you know in the first three movies <laughs> not much try to bang she doesn't, yeah. do, she doesn't bang do anything of significance <laughs> in the movies She's not like Ray. She she just wears the the yeah, what is it got, the hair the, the head buns, buns you know the so side like, buns and and yeah and the the bikini the golden bikini but, oh yes but, oh. you know girls can't relate yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a character they could really relate to no wait 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 uh, let me let, let me rebuttal on this one because I mean, you know they what could relate, they can but... relate because think about think about Leia in the bikini okay. Who had her on the chain? It was Jabba the Hutt. So all females can relate that they end up with a Jabba the Hutt, you know, kind of I'm character sorry, Kolu. in real life. So here you go. <laughs> ah, I mean, like, <laughs> but I'm going to ignore that. But, like, that's not. <laughs> That's not the way that, nah. like, like you know, female people want you know, f- female people. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, I guess hey, I am Jabba hey, the Hutt. But... Welcome to the dark side. Search your feelings. <laughs> um, but yeah, like little girls couldn't relate to fucking Leia. I, I get where Greg's coming from. Like, you you saw like some girls dressed up as Leia's Halloween, but like fucking Ray. Ren, dude, Ray. Ren, Ren. Ray. Ray Ren and Ren. Kylo. As I said before, right? I would suck Kylo Ren's dick. And you just said Ren, and there you go. You would suck his dick with me, right? <laughs> yeah, step on, yeah, fucking step on my throat. With his shirt on, right? He's got to have the shirt on. <laughs> with the high waist pants. God. Yeah, it's contracted. It's contracted. According to, according to Disney, it's contracted. He has to have his shirt off. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's just. A, it's a inside. You know, like if you if you follow along with uh, him having his shirt off in some of the scenes, like the recent you know Star Wars movies, he has his shirt off. Why? It's kind of like uh, there's a reference behind it. Why he has to have his shirt off? Because he's trying to fuck John Oliver. Something like that. <laughs> Step on my throat, Adam Driver. <laughs> If nobody knows about that little running joke, you need to look it up right <laughs> now. Um, do, do you guys know what I'm? Absolutely not. Anyway, no. Look it up. John Oliver is on. I don't know. I don't even know what show this is. Uh, but John Oliver has a running TV show where he makes a running joke at Adam Driver and he sexually assaults him. Every single episode or every single time, it's fucking hilarious. Isn't that his Isn't own his own talk show? It's shit like that. It, I I think it started off as like he had a talk show with someone or he had an actual talk show, but when COVID hit, yeah, it was like a Rod in oh, not Rod, house. yeah, so, isn't it the guy's name Rod something Stewart like or something? His talk show because John Oliver John Oliver was on uh, a talk show John before Stewart? he had his own. I'm gonna look but it up. <laughs> I'm not too sure exactly. Yeah, I, I, if it's I think, fucking hilarious. I think Everyone needs I to watch that shit. It's it. so fucking funny. Just, yeah. It is the funniest thing I've seen in quite a bit on like a talk show, on like a running joke. Yeah. Now, wait, wait, no. Moving on from yeah. Adam Driver. Wait, Matt. I, I want to take it back um, just to the Star okay. Wars and Marvel. Okay, I want to add on to that. Yes, let's get back so, on top. Yeah, no, but <laughs> damn, like I know, Matt Damon thing such a, with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, anyways, um, oh my god. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was. It was. But yeah, go no, ahead. No, so uh, basically, you know, going back to the original question that Kaifa brought up was, 
you know, how did we feel? And to be honest, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. They acquired Disney acquired under this big Mickey Mouse umbrella, just because <laughs> Marvel is known like to, to me when I first seen Marvel, there's a lot of action fight scenes, you know, really good choreography, really good stunt work, etc. Star Wars was kind of lacking. Majority of it was like CGI. There was a lot of flips and whatnot, but you can tell that that was fake. Whereas nowadays, because of the merger, right now Disney acquired these two, uh, these two big, you know, entertainment giants. So one is able to share and and kind of work off the other. So for example, as soon as Marvel got acquired along with Star Wars. Marvel was able to use Lucas, uh, you know, Lucas Sound, Lucas Arts, and they got they got a lot more better sound effects, similar to Star Wars. But you know, we we I just love the, you know, just the hover of of the vehicles. <laughs> like I love that. Like and so it's like they worked off each other. So it played out well. And now I can imagine the type of content that they're going to come out with, but. Going back to how I said with Wanda, it's kind of different. WandaVision is kind of different. So it kind of puts me on the fence when they're going to start releasing Loki, you know, as a series. Because yeah, I don't Loki's know what to expect like, now. Like that travel the world type comedy series <laughs> where he's just getting dropped into random places and he's got he's to gotta puzzle his way out of it doing Loki things. That's how I see that series going. No, yeah. and But but it's just like my initial thought, you know, like how I said. Um, everyone that's going to be watching these series are going to try and put a place and time all, like with the Infinity War timeline. You know, everybody's going to try and play it out, you know, to how how they, they were left off, you know. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. Well, like, I can't Knight. wait for more stuff to come out of Disney. <laughs> yeah, Moon Knight. right, right. All thing. Moon right. Knight. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight. Who do they have? Do uh, they have don't remember who played that again. Person. That one, I'm not sure. Fuck, I forgot his name. I I, I got a face, but one. You know, remember. but basically <laughs> Moon Knight out of For all real. the other characters Dude, like who the hell is Moon Knight? <laughs> what is what is the superpower? He, he doesn't eyes. have what is the superpower? He doesn't have superpowers. He's he's a lot like Batman in a way. Well like he's he's more like Batman than Iron Man yeah, is Batman. Like Batman. But, but it's like no, this but he, guy mercenary type dude that makes weapons yeah. and stuff. So his superpower yeah. is so basically, I mean, his superpower has, is like, being filthy low rich. Low-level powers, like he, his power set isn't what defines him, really. He's like he can like do psychic things. Yeah, I gotta go read it again, but like mm-hmm. he's got some powers, like from the god, the the god, the moon god, but like his power set's not like yeah, it's not like four. <laughs> And, and and this is and this is another good point. Who's the actor? Who's gonna be Moon Knight? Oh, and there you go. Who's Oscar Isaac in Star Wars? Exactly. So there you go. So Disney Umbrella. There you go. <laughs> Same Thank studio, you. man. If they've already got and him, so at the end of the day, yeah. Disney That's saves how. Star Wars. Because if we if we didn't buy Star Wars, we would not be getting any more Star Wars at this point. And now we have. The Star Wars. Yeah. No. Yeah. We wouldn't. We we wouldn't even get Mandalorian. Like Mandalorian wouldn't even be a thing. Oh. Grogu would not be a thing. Like if you if you just imagine that, because every time I see Grogu, I just think of Mickey Mouse. Like, like it's like oh, Mickey Mouse's baby. You know. <laughs> but but at the same time, it's kind of like yeah. You know, there's a lot of flack that was coming from Kathleen Kennedy. We talked about that in episode one, I think, um, where Kathleen Kennedy, president for Star Wars, uh, for the studios or producer, executive producer. And, you know, there's some right and wrongs that she was kind of doing with uh, her process. But 
without her kind of like, I, I guess, like how you said with Marvel, Marvel's testing the waters. So Star Wars was testing the waters at that time as well. And um, I think they found something along the way where, hey, if John Favreau has an idea, just let him run with it. He's like the Kobe of Marvel. Just give him the ball and get the fuck I out just of hope him. he doesn't end up in a helicopter. I mean, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Too early. Too <laughs> early. Oh, <laughs> not going to work. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> like, I think it just made the a beginning year of this week. <laughs> but anyway, fucking hell. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kobe. But yeah, he is the Kobe of. Uh, of Disney, I would. I mean, he's he made so much good shit. Yeah, and and check this out. And he continues. And check to do this it. out. This is another good example. John Favreau, Iron Man, right? wasn't a, wasn't wasn't Disney from that from that point, but Iron Man. Okay, and look at him now, Mandalorian. What? See, Star Wars and Marvel. There is like they're meant to be. Random, uh, random uh, trivia question. Um, just random, just because we're talking about the guy. What is uh, if anyone here likes to show friends as much as a few of us in this chat do? What was uh, how do you say his name, John Favreau? Favreau, yeah. What is his? What is his character's oh God, name? I just... Friends. If anyone knows, put in the comments. Oh my God! And what was his dream to be in the <laughs> show? Because it's fucking hilarious. Put it in the comments below, and uh, we'll talk about that later. I'm going to throw in Friends trivia here and there just to fuck yes. about yes. if it ever comes up. And nice, John nice segue. Was a good segue. <laughs> uh, you guys want a few uh, John Oliver, Adam Driver tips before we go? Let's look them up. All right. Here's a few of them. Um, We did step on my throat. Uh, Sneezing my microphone. Flurry, yeah, let's see. Pull my heart out through my ear, you mediocre tree. Impale my brain, you unacceptable monstrosity. <laughs> Choke slam me to hell, you nasty shed. Jam your mandible claw down my throat, you irredeemable steer. And with that, I think we'll see you all next week. Adam Driver, drive us home. <laughs> Goodbye. And that's the show. 